the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, where you will receive copious amounts of gardening information today. More than you ever wanted to receive, probably. Yep, more than <laughs> That's correct. That that breeze is kind of cool on me. I'm uh, going to go go back and get my coat. Uh, yeah, it's uh, going to be a nice cool day today. <laughs> triple digits means it's just extra cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Is it supposed to be triple digits today? I heard that on the radio. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can check. Ac- I'll check accurately. Kind of bummers. Well, the forecast, Up, uh, forecast in the paper was. Barry that. back at the station says ninety six. Yeah, that's not triple digits. Yeah, I trust Barry. He knows his weather. It's, there uh, you go. It's much more mild than the hundred degrees. That they had an a- analysis in the paper this morning about uh, record heat. How many record uh, hot days that set records for in May? Uh, June, July, and August. Lots. There weren't there weren't uh, more hundred degree days than there had been in some other summers, but there were a lot, a lot of them so far. Yeah. So twenty five, I think at least. Yeah, it was a, it's amazing. I thought there were some in May. I just I guess that was my imagination, but <laughs> there's a, there are those that got close. Well, uh, now that the temperatures are cooling down from 100 to 102 to to 96 or whatever, every uh, it's uh, people always say when is it, when is the time to plant wildflower seed? All right. And so now, would you like me to say that? Yeah. Hey, let me ask you something, Jerry. Okay. Now that the temperatures are starting to cool a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just a little. When is it time to plant wildflower seeds? I don't know. I'll have to look that up. All right. Is there anybody else that might be able to tell me? <laughs> well, John Thomas might oh. be able to tell you uh, next week, beginning Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 7, 8, 9, to, uh, from 2, 2 o'clock in the afternoon to 4 o'clock, 2, two to 4 o'clock, uh, John Thomas will be talking about uh, growing wildflowers up, up at... Uh, up at their store in uh, in, in Fredericksburg. So uh, if you if you want to, what's that? Wild Seed Farms. Wild Seed Farms, yeah. Wildseedfarms.com for more information. 
And uh, he picked the coolest part of the day to talk, have his program. Yeah, so I guess yeah, won't. I yeah. guess he won't be wandering the fields. <laughs> But anyway, uh, it's time to uh, sow the seed, and he tells how to how to handle it and uh, how to how to get best germination from the seed, and uh, which which mixes you should use. Uh, even Neil Sperry talked about uh, it. Said uh, it's time to plant wildflower seeds, including acid scarified blue bonnets, for best germination. Uh, which all all the wild seed farms, uh, blue bonnet seeds are are, are acid scarified. Uh, plant into a dedicated wildflower spaces where you do not have turf grass. They do not compete well. Okay. Uh, if you if you want to overseed turf grass with with uh, blue bonnets. Uh, you want to put them in, or, or I guess, I don't, I don't I never have tried to overseed other wildflowers in, into Bermuda grass. You want to want to use Bermuda grass as your base grass. And uh, we're working up a little write-up on uh, on exactly how to look at look at all the all the queen butterflies. Oh, look at that! On, on the, on the, Greg's Greg's Miss Flower. Can you see that, Calvin? I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, wow, this, uh, there's the shrimp plant in bloom, and of course we mentioned the cuffia yesterday. Yeah, well, we can mention it again today. Yeah, we will. I think Trace is going to make a plant of the the week of the weekend of the long of weekend. The yeah, because yeah. <laughs> well, the this year will be easy to find places. Uh, yeah, that's right. A lot of dead grass. Yeah, there's. Uh, you don't have to worry worry about uh, over overwhelmed by uh, the weeds. Yeah, my whole uh, got that two acres and that uh, vac- the vacant lot is basically bare. You know, there's no weed. In fact, I'm, I have to use my imagination to mow it. You know, there's yeah, not much there to mow, but uh, easy to spread the seed and get the soil. Seed soil, soil seed contact. contact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, fall firing bubs that you uh, include spider lilies, fall crocus, oxblood lilies. I, 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 don't, I don't think. No, I don't think anybody sells oxblood lilies. No. I, I mean, uh, some specialty places. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there's some on the web. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. If, I wonder if uh, we'll have to ask Trace during the break if he can order. And then, speaking of the oxblood lilies, my first oxblood lilies have started to bloom. Oh, really? Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah they're sure pretty. And yeah. naked lady lilies. Woohoo! Hubba hubba! <laughs> <laughs> when gardening and, becomes risque. And then uh, uh, plant uh, fall flowering perennials. Including Mexican bush sage. Uh, deer, deer won't eat that, I don't think. Mexican mint marigold, I know they won't eat that. And and chrysanthemums or mums. And Greg's mist flower. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't know if deer eat Greg's mist flower or not. I don't either because I plant, all mine is inside the. Those butterflies are hanging out around that thing. They're just sitting on it. 
<laughs> they are happy. What does somebody describe that as uh, opium for butterflies? Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh. It's a uh, mist flower? It's interesting how that one particular species of butterfly likes it. So yeah, much. Mitchell Lake Audubon was the first place I noticed it. And uh, they kept theirs kind of uh, mowed relatively low, like, like the fall asters. But it was just always covered with butterflies, just like we're seeing, we're seeing here, the fewer, fewer numbers. But, uh, you know, that, and it spreads, too. It's an aggressive spreader. But it is also uh, sensitive to the, to the uh, dry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it goes, you know, mine, I've got it in these uh, raised bed, uh, like the plum area and apple, uh, peach areas. And it kind of takes off out to the corner, but then go for far and it gets into the dry <laughs> part, and that's then it just kind of stops there. Blooms blooms when it's getting where it's getting the water spreads, but doesn't uh, keep spreading until the uh, rains start again yeah. this fall. I think it can take full sun. Oh I'm gosh, pretty yeah. sure it can yeah. take full sun. Does better with full sun, but it that tolerates uh, partial sun too. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So uh, what were the, the, the bulbs that you could uh, do now were uh, spider lily, I remember that, and... Um, oh, crocus. Okay. I don't know what crocus looks like, or crocus. You don't? I'm try- I bet I would if I saw them, but I don't... Well, you live mostly in the south, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I would... Yeah. He's yeah. crocus a lot in the oh, okay. north. It's it's one that comes up, peaks out of the snow sometimes. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. a real yeah. short, uh, blooming plant. Can uh, we grow it here? Um, yeah, you can, but it's it's not easy to grow here. Okay, it's it's one that needs the cool, the refrigeration, kind of like you know the tulip, tulip thing. Oh, okay. I, uh, you plant it up. You plant it up north. It just comes back year after year after year. Beautiful little blooms. Kind of a spring recognition of spring. Thank you. All right. Uh, I walked out and looked at the uh, cold crops. C O L E and C O L D cold resistant crop. And uh, they got some great looking broccoli out there uh, in uh, four and a half inch. Hmm. And uh, so you can get a get a jump on it. And remember that uh, that's green magic uh, broccoli. And remember that it's uh, 60 days from the day you plant it to the day you harvest it. So we we'll want it for Thanksgiving. So uh, all of September, all of October. Heck, you can wait till any time in September. Yeah, you can expect to get it. Yeah, you can expect to get it. But uh, then, uh, then remember, it won't be as large a head as it will be if you wait till later, and uh, it, it may be a little stronger to the taste because of the hot hot temperatures, hot nighttime temperatures. So, uh, but it's it's still. People love to, love to have broccoli. You know, they uh, we we always tell people plant your tomatoes and then wait 30 days and plant your broccoli. Now, in your broccoli, the advantage there too is you get a um, 
we get a second crop and kind of right. lingering in those side. My, my wife Judy likes the side shoots much better than the initial big shoot. Big, um, you know, she'd rather cook with them and use them in salads. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I don't know how she got used to that, but <laughs> I think in the South Africa or um, um, Australia or someplace they must use them a little differently than we do. Yeah, a lot of places places like that don't have don't have the hybrids that we have, the big heads, mm-hmm. and uh, all of their shoots are, are fairly small. So I imagine she just got used to smaller heads and uh, the side shoots too. Uh, Calvin did a did a good write up on uh, yes in yesterday's paper. We talked about it yesterday a little bit about uh, tips for a winter vegetable garden. And uh, the, he, he I, I like the way he broke it down. He, he took each each particular vegetable like broccoli and cauliflower and uh, cabbage and Brussels sprouts. Got a short paragraph on Brussels sprouts. Uh, but ca- cabbage and uh, kale, Swiss chard, turnip greens, and beet greens uh, are talking about the greens of, of winter. Beet greens are my actually my favorite. I think they're wonderful. Hmm. Taste they beat them, Melton. <laughs> <laughs> but That's you don't, their slogan. <laughs> but they don't uh, compare at all the yield, you know. It's, you, oh, yeah. yeah you, you, can, you know, Swiss chard, just collards, uh, kale, all those other uh, greens produce tons of things. Mustard that night. I didn't oh, even mention yeah. mustard. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, beet greens are wonderful. But anyway, and he talks about carrots, radishes, beets, lettuce, rutabaga. He had to put that rutabaga in there. Mm-hmm. He's and, still and trying by seed. When you plant those by seed, now on when you plant early by seed, I don't I don't I don't think it affects radishes as much as it would carrots and and lettuce. Yeah. But uh, as long as the soil temperatures are hot and the air air temperatures are hot, uh, you're going to have. Uh, Poor germination. Yeah, of you're the not. Seed. You really, if you wait till October first, you're not really going to miss a lot. That's right. It'll catch up. Yeah. With the earlier planted stuff. That uh, that hot soil is. Well, it's kind of frustrating too because of the. You see, you know the the broccoli and such the moves moves out pretty fast, but you're sitting there waiting for that seed to germinate. Yeah. But I, I don't. I don't even think you mentioned spinach, which is a good thing. Yeah, reserves the spinach for a little later. Spinach, and you can get. Uh, I don't. I didn't know how to deal with that uh, because uh, originally I did talk about spinach and onions and uh, things like potatoes, but you. Uh, it, that it bothered me a little bit how we're starting to put them on the market earlier and earlier and earlier and and. Uh, but it's a worthy discussion in its own right on the spinach and uh, on onions. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Because uh, we, we saw this. Uh, we saw last year, I think we saw a lot of people that had trouble. They planted their onions quite early. Mm-hmm. And then they had a little trouble with go, going to uh, seed. Now, mine didn't go to seed, but I didn't get much for 
for uh, bulbs. bulbs. Didn't grow, they didn't grow big bulbs? Didn't grow big bulbs. Uh, and they didn't go to sea. They no. didn't flower. No. Huh. Lots of, lots of bulbs this big, and that's... I bet he didn't use copious amounts of fertilizer. I think I, I, think I did. I think. No. <laughs> you think you did? I think I even did use bountiful amounts. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Oh, bountiful. That's, that's different. But, uh, but it was... Uh, is that more than copious? I don't know. I, um, it's close. That doesn't, it is close, but I'm not sure it's right. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and the, we... we when we first put spinach on the market, uh, people were people were uh, some some skeptics were saying that you you can plant spinach from seed, but it's so uh, unpredictable from seed. I mean, the temperatures have to be just right, the soil preparation have to be just right. So transplants are a lot better way to go. Well, I'm one of those people that made that switch pretty early. Oh. After, you know, if you're used to grow, try, growing spinach up north. Oh, yeah. And then you're down here trying to figure out when is the, <laughs> when is the right time. and uh, Does it come up pretty good in, in the north, yeah. northern air? Yeah, be, yeah, because, you you know, it's you have cooler spring, yeah. And then spring, you once you get uh, t- to where you, you don't have the ice and snow on the ground, you can pretty well plant it, you know. <laughs> it's not The soil is not going to be too warm. There you go. But down, but here it's a little bit unpredictable. Even transplants, you oh, press yeah. too early. They can't. They, they can't. Uh, they can't hardly grow transplants as long as it's hot. Yeah, they kind of just kind of stare at you. Yeah, and uh, kind of real susceptible to. They're not growing fast. They get susceptible to insect damage, yeah. and uh, everything finds them to eat them. One nice thing about the transplants in this area uh, is that uh, we furnish the uh, our Dr. Larry Stein and his spinach growers furnish the uh, the transplant producers hybrid seed, which are resistant to diseases and and uh, some other things like that. So uh, we don't have the white rust problems, uh, that's a fungus disease, and uh, some of the other problems that we used to have. And we have pretty good pretty good spinach. And now, <laughs> the sad thing about it is we're, we're running into the same thing with spinach that we run into with tomatoes See? on these hybrids. Is about the time we find a good one, they quit making the seed. That's the problem when you have the seed producers... It determines its future uh, direction independent of our home gardeners uh, right. issues here so anyway uh, but that, we'll be talking a lot about Spanish spinach a little bit later on hey we need to take a break while we do give us a call at 210 already uh-huh 308-8867 210-308-8867 the boy scouts are here selling popcorn again today i think it's a different troop maybe they'll come visit with us in a little while we'll find out uh you can come on by the nursery and visit I with hope them hope that hard salesman is not there <laughs> he got you yesterday i brought my extra bag out <laughs> to try to keep him at bay <laughs> we'll have to see i don't know you were uh 
You were pitched pretty hard. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break and come back in a moment. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Verde Road on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. You know, Labor Day has always kind of been the unofficial end of summer. That means it's the kind of unofficial beginning of fall. And this week at Millburgers, you're going to find savings on some plants that will make you think of fall, like fall garden mums. This classic is a blooming perennial that comes in a variety of shapes, sizes, and colors. They make a dazzling display, and right now in the six-inch pot, they're just breaking color, and they're just $3.99. You can get 10 of them in the six-inch pot for just $35. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Lantana. Dwarf Katie Mexican Petunia is so versatile and produces blue, blue, blooms through spring and through the fall. And in the one-gallon container, it's just $3.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Bougainville hanging baskets, herbs, half whiskey barrels, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And nothing is simple in this life, except when it comes to selling your house or buying your next home in San Antonio in the Hill Country. Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez has a better way to sell that house and save you thousands of dollars. It's the Help You Sell Low Set Fee Program. Here's how it works. When you use Sergio Martinez and help you sell to buy or sell your next home, he won't charge you the standard 6% commission because it's simply not fair. For instance, the difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. Did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. With Help You Sell, you get the same service. You keep more money in your pocket and you still get 100% of Sergio Martinez's 20 years plus of experience. Simple, right? Call Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez right now at 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. Hushillcountry.com for Help You Sell. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. All right, give us a call. Be a part of the show, 210-308-8867, 210 
308-8867. Spider-Man Pest Control and Termite Control is your web of protection. They've been doing this since 1976. Uh, these guys in Warren and has trained them well. In fact, Warren has trained people all over uh, the state in how to do pest control. And uh, uh, he's the go-to guy in San Antonio. Spider-Man Pest Control is well-known uh, in San Antonio among restaurants that need to have pest control that works and that works the first time why people don't like cockroaches walking on their food they do not seem to uh-huh. you would think that you know uh-huh. jerry That's other than jerry right. other yeah. than jerry yes yeah. <laughs> i know you they wipe their feet before they get on uh-huh. but you know it's just a yeah, but the butt butt is the butt yeah that's correct that's the problem oh, that is correct okay <laughs> uh but spider-man is helping them and he can help you as well if it's uh roaches ants uh, that you have a problem with fleas scorpions spiders termites uh give them a call spider-man pest control 210-656-3721 210-656-3721 or check them out their new website go spidermanpest.com go spidermanpest.com you know there's a lot of action uh next weekend yeah start us off and the, land, the uh gbst gardening volunteers of south texas have got another one of their landscape schools co-sponsored by the san antonio water system and trinity glenrose underground water conservation district this one is going to be at the pearl brewery at their wells center suite uh, 114 uh, and that's on the 8th saturday the 8th Starts at 8.30 a.m. and runs to 1.30 p.m. And it'll be their usual class. You have four lectures and uh, three in-color handouts with uh, all all kinds of ideas on plant material and with the photos. And then one of the key parts of the whole presentation is a one-to-one counseling that you get uh, about your particular landscape situation. It's a $30 charge per individual that attends, and if uh, two people from the same household attend, it's $50. If you want more information, go to the Gardening Volunteers South Texas website. You can do it. You'll find them GVST, but Milton has the exact. Gardeningvolunteers.org. Gardeningvolunteers.org. And uh, register. Get more information and also register. That's next Saturday, the 8th. I'm also going to give a program on uh, the 8th, and it's going to be on the topic that we just were talking about, and we'll go back to the winter vegetables, and that'll be at the medical center area. Dream Hill Estates Neighborhood is sponsoring and co-sponsoring it along with Milberger's Nursery, and it'll be at uh, 9.30 in the morning on, on the 8th, and uh, it's a free program, and uh, we'll talk about... Uh, all all the same things uh, that were in the article yesterday, vegetables, and even the tomatoes. I'll probably bring along a couple of these one-gallon tomatoes to yeah. oh, good. show folks that you can still get tomatoes in in the air. <coughs> I don't know if I want to bring them along. They make my uh, <laughs> tomatoes that have been in since July look pretty sad. Uh, I was looking at the uh, the gallon-sized tomatoes, and there's only only one blooming. Out there, full of blooms. Well, the rest of them are don't have many blooms on them, which is good. Yeah. But uh, that ruby crush, yeah, full it, of blooms. It wants to. Uh, I've got one uh, up in Judy's herb garden that's trying to set some fruits, set a few fruit, but 
But uh, yeah, well, most of them have blooms, but uh, that's the only one that I've got that's setting fruit. Yeah. Um, but uh, to continue on that pro- uh, program, that that Dream Hill Estates is over there at Medical Center. If you go on the highway, uh, Interstate 410, or on the Loop 410, and then you just go west on uh, uh, Babcock, just go a half mile west, and then there's Dorothy Louise Drive. You just turn left into the into that neighborhood, and you just follow the signs uh, to the program. So that's over there by the medical center, the 410 to uh, uh, Babcock, and then left on uh, Dorothy Louise, left on where the uh, race, the running track is over there by the university. Uh, everybody that attends will get a free um, broccoli, one of those broccolis Jerry talked about that is looking so good. And uh, we'll... Uh, show you a lot of products and uh, also uh, talk about all the ways to be most successful with the, with the garden. Now yours is what time? Mine's at 9.30 until 11. 9.30 to 11. And then uh, later, uh, if you want to wait, uh, September 22nd, we've got a, another gardening uh, program mm-hmm. here at uh, on winter gardening. At, right. At Milberger's. And yep, David Rodriguez will be doing that one. And then get information on the website. Right? com. And did we talk about, uh, did you want to talk about uh, Cultivate? <laughs> also uh, next Saturday. Uh, I saw you got it out there. Also next Saturday and at the same time. That's going to be a hard decision to, to make. For some folks, yeah. But uh, they're going to have their, uh, their, I think you said third uh, cultivate yeah. uh, pro gardening programs, and uh, th- that's going to be at the uh, University of Incarnate Word from uh, eight to eight to two at the uh, uh, Dr. Burton Burton E. Grossman International Conference Center. That's at uh, eight. 847 East East Hildebrand. 847 East Hildebrand. And that's going to be a a program called Cultivate. And they're going to have lots of different classes. Nine nine one hour workshops. Yeah. Uh, They have an expert featuring. Doctor, uh, I mean uh, David Rodriguez. Now, if it grows, he knows. And uh, how do you are you reading my? That's his slogan. That's his slogan. Yep, people are chanting that. There's a new song coming out. Uh, (laughs) And then we got somebody from the uh, uh, insect related uh, talking about insects, and we got uh, Doctor Tom Harris will be there, Mm -hmm. sharpening tools and uh, answering questions. They've got it's arranged so there's three different lectures at a time, and then they're duplicated three times. Mm-hmm. So it's and the fee is ten dollars for to go to uh, all three, three all three, or you can do if you just want to do a specific specific one is five dollars, and then there's a uh, a discussion at the end by the number of the experts, and that's free. Then they'll have exhibits. And uh, folks out there to talk about the, the volunteer organizations will all be there. GBST and Master Gardeners mm-hmm. should be, and it's kind of it's kind of neat on the eighth because uh, these events are spread all over. So there's a, there's one that's relatively close. Yeah. To you. 
Yeah, this is Incarnate Word Medical Center. And what was the, where were the other on the eighth? What were the other ones? I can't even remember anymore. La- oh, Landscape School, so at the Pearl. Mm-hmm. Pearl Brewery. Over that was the other one you mentioned, yeah. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867 for that information. So we mentioned the Landscape School. That was gardeningvolunteers.org. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then this one is Bear. It's the Master Gardener's website, which is bearmg.org, bearmg.org. And if you want information about the uh, uh, winter gardening program, just call us here uh, while I'm here today or uh, my website, my uh Email address is calvinrfinch at gmail.com. If you get the Express News, it's it's listed there with the article. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, we mentioned the Boy Scouts are here. I've seen two people walking away uh, with uh, popcorn, some microwave popcorn for that woman, a bag of popcorn for some other man. Uh, Jerry bought some popcorn yesterday, so uh, come on by and support the Boy Scouts. And, and made us eat part of it. He made us caramel too. corn. Yeah, now he's. I he's, got another bag. Uh, yeah. nah, it's a don't open it. Don't. Uh, no, <laughs> you and I are. We're uh, not forcing you to eat uh, that. Our, uh, <laughs> diabe- diabetes doctors are yeah. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I could take it to this new group of Boy Scouts and, and return it. So. Oh. I, did, I didn't. I I got two bags and yeah. I didn't like the first bag. Yeah. So give me my money. Back. But I gave it a great test. I ate every this this one might work on. Uh, <laughs> yesterday they were pretty tough. Yeah, that's not gonna work on that much. Uh, they just give you something else. They exchange it. <laughs> I was looking at Neil Sperry's uh, questions and answers section in in the yesterday's paper, and uh, he he reminded me that. Uh, the squirrels are thirsty. Uh, somebody, somebody wrote in and said, Why would small tree branches and twigs be falling? Leaves are attached and still green. That's that's the key. Uh, and Neil says, That's probably the work of squirrels or less commonly birds. I think it's squirrels. If you had told me the twigs were dead, I would have said twig girdle or beetle. None of them uh, of particular concern. So what the squirrels do is is they scratch the bark or or bite a limb off and 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 drink the sap as it as it comes out the tree. So they're very thirsty. Now you can stop that foolishness by uh, either having a bird bath or putting some uh, saucers of water or pads of water at the base of the tree so they can get some water. And and uh, you gotta, we got to remind people that this is a, every day you got to fill those things. Oh, and, yeah. Because the, the water evaporates, and if you put that water out there between the birds and the squirrels, they use it up every single day. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I got a, uh, you know, you, you and I, a couple of years ago we talked about how many species of birds we saw at a t- typically yeah, at the bird bath mm-hmm. yeah, easily you'll see 10 or 12 and i got a i got a email from somebody that put in their new bird baths and they were talking about their 12 species <laughs> including a cooper's hawk oh that, my gosh. oh my gosh yeah, a young cooper's hawk that, i guess they have to drink too <laughs> yeah that's uh, it's kind of like it was uh, confused 
and uh, decided that, well, the birds all flew away, So, but I'm going to have a drink while I'm here. here so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're in uh, one of those neighborhoods, so many of our neighborhoods in San Antonio have lots of uh, shade tree cover and uh, thickets and things, and so you'll, you'll have... You'll have hawks uh, that'll visit, and especially if you feed the birds or you, or if you have uh, lots of birds nesting, they'll they'll visit to take the take their share. Oh yeah, but uh, the uh, I've become convinced they aren't the they aren't the uh, most effective. Uh, you know, watch those young young hawks trying to catch things and i'm surprised that <laughs> they got to practice yeah them. that's right some of them are not very skillful i said well, <laughs> i'm not sure that one's going to last long neil neil took over took took on the uh fast growing tree uh question again uh somebody wrote in and said i understand that fruitless mulberries are fast growing trees how fast do they grow and are they suitable for our area and Neil gives a great answer. says, that as tree growth speed goes, they're near the top, exceeded by willows and cottonwoods and a few other speed, speed burners. Like the others, they have short life expectancy and have many issues. They're prone to borers and cotton root rot. They cast very heavy shade and will choke out turf grass which becomes a problem when they thin and die out after 15 to 25 years. Now, people people say, that's a long time for, you know, 15 to 25 years. But uh, Neil finishes up. He said, you'd be much better off choosing a tree such as Schumarty, uh red oak or chinkapin oak that grows two-thirds as fast but lives 20 to 25 times longer with fewer problems and I thought to myself 20 times longer than a 15 year old tree 300 years 300 years and there there are old yeah you don't rarely uh, I was just thinking about my my landscape as an example rarely uh Lose a Texas red oak or a, oh yeah um, live oak or a mesquite or anything. It, it's the uh, oh what's the one the china berries that, that grow now. Cottonwoods and willows don't do necessarily do real oh well no, but uh, so those china berries will grow really fast and then suddenly they're standing way up there and real vulnerable in terms of. Uh, Limb breaking, wind, wind, wind damage, yeah. and the cold damage, and mm-hmm. and so uh, that's that's what you you let those uh, fast growing trees that don't live very long. You let them grow, and you uh, end up with an issue. You end up with having to figure out how you're going to get them out of taken down without uh, ruining your budget or uh, having a branch fall on your tree on your house. Yeah, people are always trying to grow uh, Japanese maple, uh, and uh, they do fairly well in the shade. And uh, they remind me of uh, redbuds, the uh, the eastern redbuds. I've got one in my neighborhood that I drive by um, at least once a day, and uh, it's in the shade. 
But the leaves, every leaf that's on there has got leaf scorch on it, mm. burnt back. So when, you, when you're dealing with red buds, uh, and there's nothing you can do to prevent that or spray for it or anything like that. So what, what you want to do is plant either a Mexican or uh, some people call Oklahoma or Texas red bud that uh, has some of that uh, uh, Mexican red bud uh, blood in it that won't, won't sunburn. It's got a shiny leaf. Yeah, that's the way you tell it. Small, it's got a smaller shiny leaf. Small leaf. I got a got an email uh, concerning uh, Arizona walnut. Yeah, he, he's showing that. I, I had to mid item. Arizona to, walnut. Yeah, I had to look it up. And it, it's, <laughs> I never uh, heard of it. In Paul's, I looked it up in Paul's book. You know, it's uh, native to Western Texas, and of course Arizona and those places. At, uh, but it it is. Uh, prefers uh, stream bed soil or, or a ri- ri- close to a river, even when the river is doesn't isn't always got water in it. And so this kind of, this kind of a year, and if you had it had it out in our uh, typical rocky soil here, uh, that would be another another tree that uh, facing drop, leaf drop. And they they have a little tendency to drop. Those walnuts and pecans and everything have a little tendency to drop leaves early anyway if it's uh, if it's real dry. So so we're probably seeing a lot of leaf drop, and we're seeing anything that's on the uh, pin oaks is another. There, I didn't. I'm amazed at how many people plant pin oaks. If you, well, a lot of people are they get told that, that they're red oaks. Yeah, they get. I get this. The big box stores or where do they yeah, get those? Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, but then they're not sold as pin oaks. Oh. But the pin oaks are wonderful in acid soil. They're really nice shape, pretty tree, good color. But they're uh, the color that you're going to see them in our soil is brown. And yeah. Not going to last very long. Leaves burn and uh, they turn yellow too. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't last long usually. Hey, we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Verde Road with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. You know, Labor Day has always kind of been the unofficial end of summer. That means it's the kind of unofficial beginning of fall. And this week at Millburgers, you're going to find savings on some plants that will make you think of fall, like fall garden mums. This classic is a blooming perennial that comes in a variety of shapes, sizes, and colors. They make a dazzling display, and right now in the six-inch pot, they're just breaking color, and they're just three ninety-nine. You can get ten of them in the six-inch pot for just thirty-five dollars. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on lantana, dwarf, Katie, Mexican petunia is so versatile and produces blue. 
blooms through spring and through the fall. And in the one-gallon container, it's just three eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on bougainvillea hanging baskets, herbs, half whiskey barrels, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Listen up. We are raccoons, and we are a big deal if you haven't already noticed. Yeah, what he said. You see, we got these masks. We're like burglars, except we never leave, see? Permanent maskuses. You got electrical wires? We like wires. We like to chew on wires and sometimes start fires. Oh, wait, if there's a fire, can we leave? Hey, pay attention, and we like chewing on AC ducks, too. I like duckies. Yes. You got a nice attic? We'll set up shop. Attics make me feel cozy. Shh. Who's that? It's a van with a man. Uh-oh. Crittery Victor! Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. It's their one-and-done policy, guaranteed for 15 months. So whether you have possums, squirrels, rats, mice, skunks... I can't take my mask off! And yes, even raccoons. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910. Every day, every minute, news is breaking. Stories are being updated. Lives are being changed. So stay ahead of the curve and get the right information you need every day. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. 9.30 a.m., TheAnswer.com. Stick with us. You won't miss a thing. Take 9.30 a.m. The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 9.30 a.m. The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 9.30 a.m. The Answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We'll talk to James in just a second, but let me give you a tip. If you're looking for furniture this weekend, go check out Furniture Now. You can check out either one of their two locations, uh, Evers and uh, Loop 410, or uh, right down the street from Millburgers at 1604 on Lookout Road next to Burlington. And you can also go to Furniture Now online at FurnitureNow.com. Lowest prices you're ever going to find on high-quality furniture. Uh, you will be so impressed with this. So go check out FurnitureNow.com. Uh, you cannot go wrong. The uh, salesman can help you in the store, or you can do it all yourself. Uh, but the prices are the same, uh, and this is the lowest. these are the lowest prices they've had. They know how to do it. They know how to treat you right with great service, too. Uh, for instance, they've got the no-hassle uh, deal as well, which uh, you can check out. means uh, no-hassle returns. But call the store for details. You'll find about just about every furniture or furniture for just about every room in the house, including some outdoor furniture, too and uh, mattresses as well. So uh, check them out. The Internet Flash Sale is going on right now. Low prices on great furniture. It's as simple as that. Furniture Now, FurnitureNow.com. Go check them out. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. James is on the line calling us from Guadalupe County. Hi, James. How are you? 
Hey, it's time to go inside and turn the air conditioner on, man. <laughs> All right. It's too hot for you? It's getting there. I'm headed towards yeah. the, the house, man. It's too hot out here. Hey, can, it can't be. It's uh, September, James. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's fall. Know, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, didn't you hear Milton's commercial? This is that unofficial. St- well, it's yeah. Labor Day. Oh, it's, it's still tomorrow until huh? tomorrow. Yeah, and then it's the unofficial start. Well, I hope What's you going on, James? Good rain out there. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Hey, uh, you guys were talking about trees, and yep. uh, the way it works, at least in my world, is you plant softwoods and ornamentals for quick shade but you plant uh, your oaks at the same time your your softer wood trees will come up and give you shade but then you've got the cost of removal once your hardwoods establish so that's really not a good way to do it god's got it figured out he's got the soft woods like the hackberry and the, and the, the cottonwoods and and the other softwood trees for uh, quick food for his little animals. If you ask a mockingbird what he thinks about a hackberry, he's going to have nothing but good, good stalking. Okay. I remember we had a mockingbird call the show. Yeah, yeah James, I think I'm you're right. About. It is time for you to go into the shade. No. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> no, go ahead. Plant your softwoods and your hardwoods at the same time, but don't rely on those ornamentals and all them softwoods for for any kind of 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 a perennial landscape, because just like Jerry said, they're not going to last that long, buddy. Plant the oaks cool. at the same time you're planting all your little flowery plants and your your. Uh, well, Jane, James, at least Jerry doesn't do like he used to do. When somebody would ask about a quick uh, growing tree, he'd say, "Well, how old are you?" And uh, <laughs> the person said, "Like sixty-five." He says. Well, I guess you do need a there. Yeah, get 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 the real quick one. Yeah, now now he now he does that same spiel you're talking about. Yeah, it's well, always best to do a, a high quality tree. Yeah. Ask yourself a question. Ask, okay, ask what question? question, Doctor? That who planted the nice trees that you're enjoying the shade right now, and when were they planted? They, you know, he's at Millburgers. Well, anywhere you, know, you don't. Forty years ago, a long time ago, by somebody that, that was was doing it right, planting planting hardwoods and taking the time to wait for the trees to get to where they need to be. You're never gonna I shortcut. You know, I think these may have been planted a while longer than yeah. Some pretty of these big. oaks are pretty. Nice. They're pretty big. Yeah. Thanks, James. And, yep, I think. You take her easy. Get get in the cool, James. I think you're breaking up on us. Alrighty, sir. Do you take care? Thanks for that. 210-308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Up, up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There, there you are. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good, good afternoon. Good afternoon. All right. So we we did get in some more Malabar spinach. Yeah. I, I was, when we were talking about spinach a while ago, I had Malabar on my mind, but I forgot to mention it at that time. We have got a new supply of Malabar. All right, and we got our first uh, first wave of Swiss chard. Uh, both of those are actually in the uh, herb sale right now for one eighty eight. So uh-huh. uh, is it uh, 
regular Swiss chard, or is it uh, bright lights? It should be bright lights. Oh, oh wow. Cool. That's a good price, too. That's great. The, the, where's the Malabar spinach? On the herb table. Herb too. table. On the herb table? Yeah. Okay. And we get it from the herb supplier, so it's got to be the herb price, which is on sale this week, so mm-hmm. it's a great deal. That's good. I'm going to bring that up. I noticed, too, uh, you've moved all the, uh, you replenished the perennials, but uh, a lot of the, the butterfly all-star plants, the mist flowers over here, and we were just noticing all the queen butterflies were just covering the things. And then there, there, there was a couple of little kids where they're trying to catch the Chase butter, the butterflies away. But those, all the butterflies did was move one one side of the yeah. display to the other side. <laughs> For some reason, I can see Calvin out there with a net, too, trying to chase the butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've kind of gotten beyond that, but I like watching them. But I don't even uh, – I've learned that uh, – it doesn't hurt if the kids are, chase, are chasing them and occasionally catch one either. It's worth, worth it to have them uh, appreciate the, the butterflies and uh, enjoy. You know, you, you watch them with those big smiles on their face, getting all that exercise and having fun. <laughs> also, the uh, milkweed mm-hmm. and the porterweed. There's still some of that, uh, my favorite, that uh, red dwarf porterweed there. And then... Uh, Zinnias. There's some zinnias left. Uh, there are. Yeah, there's all, some of the, all three selections of zinnias out there, too. So you can, whichever one you prefer in your garden, uh, butterflies like them all. Hey, so um, normally on Sundays you tell us what's coming in. Anything new and exciting this week or just more of uh, the good stuff that we so have? So far, more of the, the same. Uh, all the cold weather crops uh, coming in this week are going to be in the four-and-a-half-inch pot. Okay. So it's a great selection, including y'all's favorite, Brussels sprouts. Yeah. And kale. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like and Brussels that'll be Wednesday when you get a new supply, huh? Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. They've been showing up already. Um, we got, I've got the group coming in specifically for you. Cool. That's this week, so I don't know what day you're going to come by. And Yeah, I'll come by on Wednesday. So, uh, I got that. And then let's see. Um, we have the unofficial plant of the weekend. We weekend, do. Weekend. We do. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Uh, or do you want to know what it is? You, 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 <laughs> tell, you tell me what it is. Well, it's what we uh, picked the red. Is that the bat face kufi? That's what that is. Okay. That's the unofficial plant of the weekend. Are those uh, the guys were really impressed. Are they kind of... Hard to come by, or you don't they're, see them. They're hard all? to come by, and then to get them in, in in this good a shape with that many blooms on them. Okay, they're they're definitely a sight to see. And if uh, if you've never seen a bat face kufia, it's kind of like a Mexican heather, mm-hmm. but the bloom is red and purple, and in the shape of a bat's face. That's how it got its name. And that red is uh, just a yeah, show it stands out. And and this is where Intense. I saw this is that's where I saw the bees and the butterflies this morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were all around that. They, they definitely love that plant. Yeah, that's one. Go look, go check it out online, uh, too, and uh, you'll see it's very, very pretty. Well, stop by the nursery. Yeah, there you go. Stop by and the nursery. Make, make sure you take a look at those. And they're you. only six ninety nine. And you can see the bat face. So yep, it's a good. You can, you can tell it from here. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. They, they don't care rabies, do they? <laughs> no. It's a Mickey Mouse face for you. Uh, yeah, that's that's right. Mouse. It's okay. But yeah, so we got that. That's the unofficial plant of the weekend. You guys are open tomorrow, right? You bet. All right. Normal day. And there's a sale on the uh, Dwarf Ruelia still, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
And there's a, and there in blue. And Lantana. And the blue, the that lavender, what is that color? I keep going between blue and purple. Uh, but uh, they're all they're all in bloom. You can really see what they're going to do in your landscape if you uh, want to use them. One of the best ground covers, I think, for our area. And you still got some bougainvillea hanging baskets, right? We do. Well, what happened? Save ten dollars. Somebody was collecting. Oh, okay. There, you got a display back there. Then yeah, there's a on the ground on the other side of the tables. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's some really nice looking one. And uh, let's see. The herbs are from sale. Dollar mm-hmm. eighty eight. Still uh, and half whiskey barrels. And I don't think they're on sale, but the uh, still got time to plant your. Uh, Fall tomatoes, especially if you yeah, want to great selection too. The one, selection. one gallon, yeah, or the fast, fast-growing uh, varieties that are in the four and a half inch uh, container. Looking good. Get them in the get them in the garden, and they'll be ready for this uh, cooling of the weather that we've uh, Milton has predicted. Yep. Now Sanisa have no. talked. I'm saying tomorrow, maybe Tuesday. But I think my my prediction I think runs out on Tuesday. But I felt I felt like they were trying to tell me that it's tomorrow. They may. Re- I think it's four o'clock. This, you think it's four o'clock today? Tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Four o'clock in the morning. Wow, you really talked to them. They're not that specific with me. But I guess you have more of them here. So uh. yes, I see them far more. Often. <laughs> well, we got about a minute before we get caught. I get caught up with the news, Trace. What else? Uh, what else should we talk about in that minute? You got anything? What is this landscaper's pride gardener's magic soil? Mm-hmm. Well, everybody is into organic soil blends now, and that is a very, very good one that we uh, we actually plant some of our whiskey barrels in. Yeah, uh, and we that's like, what I we like to run it on sale with the whiskey barrels because it takes two of those to fill up a whiskey barrel. And wow, that, that price! What's the normal price? Six ninety-nine. Okay, so you're saying what? Two bucks? Something like that. Two bucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a great soil. It's an organic soil. Uh, wonderful choice for for anything, but even better for vegetables. So if you're, if you're buying oh, okay. that, if you're buying that tomato plant and you want it to be in a good organic soil, you can put it plant it in a whiskey barrel. Yeah, and we talk two bags we, of Gardener's Magic yeah. and tomato, and you're off. If you go to PlantAnswers.com, we talk a lot about uh, vegetables in containers. Oh yeah, and peppers and the tomatoes do very well, and of course lettuce, beets, carrots. All right, we got to take a break, get you caught up with the news, and then we're going to come back to 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. We're here at Millburgers. It's a beautiful day, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Lots of folks out there shopping. Uh, We mentioned uh, I've seen folks leaving with crepe myrtles. I've seen them. uh, And uh, citrus. Yeah, and the citrus is walking out over there, um, walking to somebody's car. Uh, the tomatoes. Uh, are, did they pay for it first? Yes, yeah, I believe they did. Uh, the um, yeah, tomatoes, good selection of tomatoes. Uh, the bougainvillea hanging baskets are on sale, and uh, people are taking advantage of that. We saw 
A woman with a basket full of those as well. That Where are they? Pretty. In the back? I think no, they're, they're over there. They moved them up front. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they're all in they bloom were, and they look they so were. nice. Yeah. We got here, they were hanging. Yeah. Yeah. They moved them. I guess they're easy to water when they're... Oh, they're didn't think about that. Well. And uh, there were some really big ones. They're easier to handle. Yeah. Because you'd, you'd have to get one of those tall, young staff persons to get them down. And they, I noticed they were even having trouble getting stuck. Scratched. By yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's go right to the phone lines now. We've got Jim on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Jim. Welcome to the show. How can we help you today? Well, I was going to see if we can take cuttings from a pomegranate tree and root them. Uh, pomegranate root's fairly easy. Uh, well, uh you you root it just like you would a rose. If you okay. if you uh, if you've never rooted a rose or, or rooted anything from cuttings, uh, on the, on the proper uh, on the com the website, uh, go to the propagation section, and there's about two or three articles on uh, uh, on rose rooting roses. And pomegranate roots fairly easy. We we rooted some at the at the greenhouse before, and uh, they they root fairly easy. Would they even uh, would they root even this time of the year? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah this, so, keep them in the shade. Tree, yeah. So. Yeah. This tree's over sixty years old because I know it was there when I was a kid and drove by there last week and it had pomegranates on and I've hmm. I've got a wonderful and it's never even given me a flower or anything. So, well if it's if it's sixty years old it's probably wonderful. It's a variety. But uh just just because yours is not producing and that one is it we we can't we can't figure out how to make pomegranates uh a reliable producers. They don't bow to our wishes. Yeah, and we we okay. we're test, testing new varieties, but they don't. They they seem to be about as unpredictable as as wonderful is. It's and Cal, it's got to be the weather, because in California they're very they're very reliable producers, and that's where all the uh, uh, in the milder climates is is where all the juice comes from, pomegranate juice. All right. Yeah. But you you That's can go it. ahead and root it, and uh, but I'm just saying, telling you, don't be disappointed if it's uh, if it's a, a sparse producer when you get it after you get a, a rooted cutting. If I bring you a fruit, could you tell if it's a wonderful? I, I know it's a wonderful to be that old, because that's a, that's the only pomegranate that was sold that far back here in the U.S. In the U.S., yeah. Okay. Okay. All right then. All right. Yeah, that, Thank you. Right. Give it. Give it a try. It'll be fun anyway. So, do you eat them oh. fresh? How do you eat pomegranates? Is fresh? Yeah, I usually, usually just suck the skin off of them on the off the seed, throw the seed away. The fresh. Yeah. You throw the seed away, mm-hmm. huh? <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah, Calvin eats the seed at all. Yeah, I just there. scoop it out. Mm-hmm. And, Kind of chew lightly and then swallow the seed in the yeah. semi-chewed juices. 
It's no, got he's, he's a Yule Gibbon. We used to say that's roughage, but now what do we call it? Fiber. 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 There you go. Yeah. And that's plenty of fiber. <laughs> yeah, but they do oh. taste. They taste good. Oh, uh, yes. That they, they, I, I'm always amazed because uh, they can taste so sweet when you're chewing them out of the uh, piece of fruit, but then you get that juice, you know, in, at the store. Wow. A bit. It's kind of bitter. Yeah. And uh, it's okay when you mix it with uh, orange juice or something. Yeah. But I, I never connect the uh, juice in the uh, that's been juiced with the, the fruit off of the vine. Yeah. Okay. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you, Jim. Okay. Thank you. you good take luck. care. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. Remember that the leaves are going to start falling pretty soon, I think uh, the which is common yeah. in the fall. Fall, that's right. And the leaves are, yeah, are falling some places a little early yeah. because of the dry weather, hot yeah. weather. But uh, so if you haven't pruned your trees back as far as pruning the dead wood out, mm. uh, you need to do that uh, fairly soon. And uh, paint all available, paint all cut, cut surfaces. Oaks. Uh, of oak. And if you don't know the difference between an oak and a... And uh, elm elm tree, then uh, paint them all, paint them all, and and uh, to be on the safe side. But uh, of course, now is the time that you have less problem of uh, of uh, oak wilt spread while while the temperatures are hot and uh, coming out of the hot hot temperatures. Uh, the, the the reason that that that, that uh, without rain and, and cool temperatures, those spore mats uh, that that uh, they actually spread the oak wilt uh, disease or fungus uh, can't grow or, or don't grow real well on uh, on the red oaks. Um, so they they will be able to come out there. They're active when there's moderate temperatures, and that's the fall and the spring. Yeah, right. And so we, for a long time, we tried to kind of figure out exactly when that was and on the calendar. Now we now we just know it's not when it's hot and it's not when it's cold, but it's just safest just to paint the, paint the wounds all the time. Yeah, Cause, uh, that's the safest route. Yeah, and then you, you, it's... Uh, your neighbors are relying on you, and so your trees are relying on you, too, to paint that wound, and you don't have to worry about the, the disease. Uh, I didn't bring the information, but uh, for those of you who are interested in your in your trees and, and the oak wilt and, and all the things that affect trees around, uh, David Rodriguez, uh, the county extension agent, is uh, going to have a, a, a seminar on, on trees coming up in, uh, I think it's October. That's why I hadn't brought the, the write-up on it. But we'll be giving you information a little bit later. And uh, a really good program on, uh, got Dave Apple and 
really good experts coming in to, to, to talk about uh, tree care in the area. He, so he, uh, he was our uh, did a lot of the research on uh, Oakville. Oh, he, did, he he was the main Oakville man. So uh, any anyway, if you if you really uh, really concerned about your trees and want to know the best way to take care of your trees, which we all do, of course, uh, make plans to attend that uh, seminar. If you, if you want more information, you can call the county extension agent's office. Uh, Just go to their website. Yeah, or go to your website. Bayer County, Texas AgriLife Extension. Yeah. I guess I could look up the phone number, Milton. Do you want me to look it up? I can look it up. You can look it up? And I'll let you look it up. Can you remember the old number still, Jerry? Yeah. I can't. So let me give you our phone number, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Okay. Did you find I'll, it? Uh, no, I didn't. So what am I looking up? I'll look it up. Bear County Extension Office. All right. But, Let's uh, see. Also, I was looking at Neil uh, uh, Sperry's uh, question and answer, uh, not question and answer, uh, newsletter, his weekly newsletter that I get, uh, for looking for a subject matter to talk about on the radio. And uh, he talked about fertilizing uh, with a water-soluble high-nitrogen fertilizer for hanging baskets, patio pots and, and take advantage of the new growth that are put out this falls for improved uh, growing condition with the falls the growing conditions improve in the fall so uh, he's saying to give you hanging baskets and everything else a shot of uh, water soluble high nitrogen fertilizer uh, such as miracle grow or has to grow or some of those other types of well, water-soluble fertilizer. Now, I say at this time, and roses too. Uh, I think the I think the uh, rose recommendation is to, after you prune them, to uh, fertilize them with a water-soluble fertilizer. Isn't that the recommendation we do? Yeah, I don't know. I thought we always did slow-release lawn Just slow-release lawn fertilizer, yeah. May, may, maybe later on in the season they, they, they give them a shot. It certainly uh, doesn't hurt them. And uh, Neil says uh, uh, on, on fertilizer, no, the lawn, high-quality lawn fertilizer as prescribed by the soil test. Why is he so bent out of shape on these soil tests? Nobody's going to get, or very few people are going to get soil tests for their lawn. They want to know what kind of fertilizer to put on their lawn. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't give you, I mean, you, you, you can spend a lot of time if you if you had to get a soil test and... Uh, and money. And looking for the, the fertilizer that... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not like uh, the peach orchard or something where you get it, and then you go have them make up the, the formula that fits your needs. We we just talk about the, uh, in the fall, we do uh, winterizer fertilizer. Yeah, yeah. 3-1-2 ratio, 
18612 is one of the common ones. And you t- he talks a lot about high nitrogen, and uh, 18% nitrogen is pretty high. Yeah. And it's a, it's a uh, good value if you uh, compare... When you compare the cost of fertilizers, you want to compare the cost of the nitrogen, and uh, you're not going to find uh, slow-release slow lawn fertilizer and winterizer are much less, turns out, than, than almost every other fertilizer. Yeah. You want the number? Yeah. 210-631-0400. Yeah. Zero four zero zero. Yeah. Six zero four hundred. Zero four hundred. That's the extension service. Yep. Bear County Agricultural Extension. Exactly. And why are we having him call them? I don't oh. remember. Because oh, of that tree program. The tree, the oh, tree. Program. Oh, okay. Find out when the tree program is going to be and the, the uh, specifics for the trees program. And it's, and it's on their website too. And it's probably. What's on, probably, on, is it on plantanswers.com? What's David, that? David's schedule? No, uh, no. Millburgers, maybe. Yeah, yeah. check out yeah. millburgernursery.com. I don't know if they've got it on their deal or not. They, but anyway, I, I disagree with Neil on this, uh, first of all, for people, homeowners getting a soil test. And second, uh, he, he he follows that, that for most Texas soils, that will mean an all-nitrogen food with a significant percentage of that nitrogen in slow-release form. Now, that goes against the original winterization of, of grasses because, uh, and they said it's supposed to be a cold winter this year, but uh, the 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 middle the uh, phosphate uh, the potassium uh, was the was the backbone of the uh, uh, winterizing your lawn because it it's, it was supposed to give you uh, cold tolerance a uh, free tolerance so. Uh, uh, I think Neil needs to go back and read that. Uh, well, there's a there's a bit of a re- there's a bit of a rebellion in the, uh, the Neil is part of it, and then there, the uh, one I was trying to remember his name. He used to be uh, the head of the soils lab at A uh, and M. He was another one. I was at a presentation, and he gave a lecture, and he he's kind of with Neil, but there's they're, they've kind of kind of dismissed that that work that original research, yeah, yeah. We all relied on and uh, has worked so well and made it uh, possible for us to have uh, the fertilizer that does the job and relatively inexpensive. Um, so it's unfortunate, but people get people disagree or get rebellious, and, uh, <laughs> such as life. Hard well, to think of well, Neil Sperry as being rebellious. <laughs> well, uh, the, the problem is that uh, they did a lot of research to come up with that uh, potassium imbibes uh, coal tolerance situation. That Beard and Dr. Beard and, uh, and, and a lot of them did that, did that original research. Which I don't think is wrong. 
They'll, uh, they may argue that there, there's an equal amount of research that disputes that too. So, so it's a, it's a interesting situation right now. I don't know how it's going to be. I would, I would just say, show me the research. Yeah. Oh yeah. You tell Neil that, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where is he? Yeah, I can You got Neil's number? <laughs> we'll call him. <laughs> Well, right. what I what I well, I know where Neil got his his back uh, interest uh, in this all nitrogen fertilizer, and that was from uh, Doctor Steve George. Oh, he and he and Neil were our buddies up there, and uh, they they got into the to the uh, soil testing situation and everything else, and uh, what. Me, on the other hand, have gotten information that uh, that indicates that the, the soil, soil testing, the, the, how they determine the uh, contents of the soil is, is largely dependent on, of course, how you take the sample and also the test they use to determine those, uh, how, how, those numbers. And... Uh, a little birdie told me one time that uh, for years they were using uh, a, a test which was not accurate in alkaline soils, which we are, which most of Texas is. Uh, so, uh, and the soil tests, soil tests is kind of an in in in. Uh, Imprecise way uh, way to to uh, tell uh, what you what you saw in there. I think I think the best the old the old adage of use a balanced. In other words, all three all three numbers on there, a balanced fertilizer, and you 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 uh, to for the best growth of your plant. Now in the old the real old days, the balanced fertilizer was. 12, 12, 12, or something like that. Right, right. Now, now, when we think of balanced fertilizer, we think of the three-one-two ratio, rather, oh, rather, yeah. which is more efficient, which is kind of a compromise between the all nitrogen and uh, the straight twelve, twelve, twelve kind of thing. So, yeah, it'd be better if we were all, uh, all uh, spieling or saying the same, making the same recommendation. Well, it would be better if they would realize we're right <laughs> and they're wrong, Calvin. That's what you're trying to say. I just, I just can't believe that you're, <laughs> you're disputing Neil. I thought you were dedicated. All right. Uh, Y'all are okay? Uh, <laughs> they got scared by the show. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More in a moment on Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. You know, Labor Day has always kind of been the unofficial end of summer. That means it's the kind of unofficial 
beginning of fall. And this week at Millburgers, you're going to find savings on some plants that will make you think of fall, like fall garden mums. This classic is a blooming perennial that comes in a variety of shapes, sizes, and colors. They make a dazzling display. And right now in the six-inch pot, they're just breaking color, and they're just $3.99. You can get 10 of them in the six-inch pot for just $35. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Lantana. Dwarf Katie Mexican Petunia is so versatile and produces blue blooms through spring and through the fall. And in the one-gallon container, it's just three eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on bougainvillea hanging baskets, herbs, half whiskey barrels, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four and Bull Verde Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM. The answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. While various ignorant people with no knowledge of history are busy tearing down statues of people who don't fit their ideology, they're ignoring one significant structure in Washington. It is the Russell Senate Office Building, named for the late Georgia Democrat Senator Richard Russell. Yes, Russell was a great legislator, but he was also a dyed-in-the-wool racist. Russell stood soundly and proudly against every piece of civil rights legislation that came his way. He also opposed interracial swimming, and mingling of the races in the military. Democrats have a long history of racism, but their rewriting of history, starting in the public schools, has left many people ignorant of that history. It was a Democrat who founded the Ku Klux Klan. Democrats in the South supported slavery and opposed integration in the 60s. Democrats tried to keep blacks out of colleges and public schools. It was Republicans who were responsible for the votes that passed the Civil Rights Act and other legislation. Some senators want to rename the Russell Building for John McCain. That's better than the current name. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. John. We can't keep putting this off. Okay, I'll clean the gutters. I'm talking about your dad. Well, what can we do? He wants to stay in his house. We can make his house safer. Yeah, I worry about the steps. Perfect world, there are no steps, but he does have steps. And that banister only goes halfway up. And all those little throw rugs are falls waiting to happen. So what about his prescription meds? If he forgets and takes them twice, he could get really dizzy. Right. We could get him one of those daily pill counters. And he should have some sturdy hand grips in the bathroom and shower. This is all easy to do. You know he's a proud guy. He's not going to take all our fussing lying down. That's the idea. For older people, falling and breaking a hip can be devastating. For more tips on making homes safer, visit orthoinfo.org slash falls. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Now please, clean the gutters. Just be careful on the ladder. And welcome back 
Jason Milberger, Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We had a Johnson City Joe call us yesterday. That was nice to visit with him. We did a shout-out to Paxton, too, but Paxton didn't call us. But a, a little bird has told me that uh, today is Paxton's birthday. So happy birthday, Paxton. All right. Yeah, that's why he's not going to call us today. He's out celebrating his birthday. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> well, if we had sent him a present like he uh, hinted at, then we, he probably would have. Yeah, well, I thought you were going to do it. You thought I was going to yeah. do it. It's just a mix-up. So Yeah, we keep these lists, and we just, the lists you know, are so long. But Paxton is very understanding. He'll, he'll forgive us, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so, uh, yep, happy birthday, Paxton. Okay, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. How old is he about? I did the little, 85? little bird did not say. No, no. That may be another reason he's not calling because you're making him 85. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. We talked about pruning roses. That's coming up. Uh, what to plant uh, in terms of bulbs and stuff. We talked about that. Fall, fall, garden, um, fall garden, vegetables. Fall and winter, that's big time now. So this is a, this is a really the busy gardening season, especially the uh, in this this half of the year. Spring and fall, we get to. This is an area that uh, has two garden seasons. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Anything by seed? Any flowering plants by seed that uh, for the winter that we could plant? I guess. We're still planting. Some people are still planting uh, zinnias. Zinnias, okay. Cosmos. For the uh, winter? Yeah. Well, well for, uh, for I mean, December. Freezes. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. That's They'll, a long time. Well, zinnia, yeah. zinnias and cosmos uh, germinate quickly and uh, start to bloom quickly when it's weather like this. Oh, but yeah. If it gets, yeah, if we get a 32-degree day, they'll they'll quit. But. <laughs> I'll say they'll quit. Let's see. Uh, also, also, we talk, we haven't talked about uh, pre-emergent granule herbicides. Oh, that's a good thing to talk about. Uh, such as halts, dimension, and bailin to prevent germination of winter grasses, including annual bluegrass, rye, rescue grass, or ryegrass, and gallery to prevent broadleaf weeds such as henbit, chick chickweed, dandelions, and clover. Obviously, he does. I was, I was thinking he must not be in San Antonio because he didn't mention bed straw and bigger slice, which are our two. <laughs> well, thistle, dandelion, all kinds of uh, broadleaf weeds. Yeah. But now, you remember that if you put on a uh, pre-emergent granular herbicide, yeah, you're not going to be able to use the blue bond. I use the wildflowers, so the stuff from seed. So uh, one or the other. But, but mo- most most of us uh, don't overseed with wildflowers. Yeah, and we we want to keep these. Uh, there's some there's some gardeners that do a pretty good job of. Uh, oh, the it was real boon when the uh, blue bonnet transplants became available. Because, yeah. They can, you know, they can have their little seasonal patch and still control the uh, all those weeds. Now, look at you can some of, some of those products. Dimension, now Jerry didn't mention a maze or XL, but some of those products do uh, products do a good job of controlling both broadleafs and 
uh, the grasses. So check the label on on there and make sure the your you know figure out which are the weeds are your worst and uh, then you uh, look for the product to make sure that covers that those 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 particular weeds. Uh, I've got a que- then, uh, I've got a question to answer. Ask Calvin about the, what I'm thinking about doing. Uh-oh, why are you rubbing your head? Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> you already look frustrated before you. You haven't even asked the question. I, I, I'm, I'm very being very cautious. Here. Oh dear. Okay. Uh, uh, of course, I got a lot of Asian jasmine around my house, and uh, in in the yard, all the and it grows good, and it run, it it climbs. You know, it climbs trees uh-huh. and, and and houses, houses and shrubs and uh, privacy fences and things like that. Uh, to the point that I've let it get away from me. In fact. It can, it covers half of a privacy fence, or climbing up a which privacy. Is, which means it's doubly private. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking about using remedy or stump vine and uh, I mean cut vine and stump killer to spray those spray that Asian jasmine. I've never on fences. Y- yeah. I never used it on Asian jasmine, but I use it quite often on uh, my favorite uh, vine, cat, oh, cat claw. You were running that beautiful vine ah, that you have up there. It's a savage, uh, and uh, it even works on smart. That smartweed too works on. Of course, you got to be careful. But you're talking about where it's. You got it on a the fence blocking yeah, it's, it's it. Yeah, going up. Uh, going it's up the only, fence. It's the only plant there, so. Yeah. I would. I'd think it certainly be worth an experiment. It, yeah. yeah, I think it'll work. Yeah, because that works real well for that uh, uh, cat claw vine. Yeah, if you you know, I, I, any any time I kind of sight a a pure area of it, I say ah, you know, and get my little backpack sprayer and spray because. But you want you got to be real careful because anything it gets close to over there, it'll affect it too. But uh, but I mean, as long even even if it's under a tree, as yeah. long as you don't get it on the tree, on yeah. the tree trunk, or anything that's yeah. to do with the tree, and spray that jasmine, yeah. it should it should it, it shouldn't translocate over to the to the woody. As far as plant. I can tell, I've not, not had that problem. Um, I guess some people would. Paint it on with a brush. I don't think that's necessary. No, no. I think you can. And you know, you want. I'm too lazy to do that. And you watch the wind, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I think I think it will work fine, Jerry. Famous last words. Huh? <laughs> I remember one. Well, you, I remember. You're getting ready. You're getting ready to find. We're getting ready to find out here pretty quick. Yeah, I was. Uh, I don't know, Milton, if you remember, but uh, this was years ago, and Jerry gave somebody had some really tough. Tough weed situation, and Jerry gave him all you know, all the, the recommended paths, and you know, look here, and then they they just didn't work, and they said they wanted some, they need some special, and I don't I don't even remember it. This and what Jerry told him, well, now this you got to be really careful, 
if you do this and you spray it. And, of course, they sprayed it and went wild and took out everything green in that whole, <laughs> whole area. And then they sent these pictures, and there was, like, teardrops on the, uh. on the photos of... Yeah, you got to be careful with that stuff. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely have it's the law. You have to follow the label instructions. But uh, I doubt yeah. if Asian Jasmine's on the label, okay. I don't know. Yeah, you'll have to make that decision. It's a, it's a woody. I mean, you know, it's a woody perennial. Yeah. And I, I'm not, I was trying to remember if cat's claws on there. Um, so but, you you don't guarantee that I'm not going to kill my shrubs and, and things <laughs> like that? Huh? No, I, I have a high confidence that you won't because you uh, generally are pretty careful with herbicides. Oh, listen there. Yeah. yeah. The, these programs are recorded, right? <laughs> yes, we can. Can you just to pull that out for later? And he certainly what? understands the law, and then he has to follow the That's right. instructions. <laughs> Well, like I say, I don't know if Asian Jasmine's on the label or whatever. Uh, I, I remember the time that uh, some, somebody was uh, looking at what, what were they trying to trying to kill anyway. It was uh, and, and uh, the uh, surrender of the asafate product, mm-hmm. and they couldn't find it. They couldn't find the old uh, what was the old product. Uh, that acetate was an active ingredient in there that we used all the time. Uh, 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 anyway, yeah, so blank. So and they, oh, they, you know, and the the new products. It took a while for the new products to come on the market, and they were quite a lot more expensive. Yeah. So I may I said, well, you got a fire ant, fire ant killer. And I said, yeah, well, use that just. So dissolve. Or thing. There you go. Yeah. Look at that Milton. And Char- Charles Charles sent me a message and reminded me that it was my obligation to follow uh, the, not uh, to label recommend anybody to uh, not follow label instructions. Did you write him back and say, well, they had fire ants around the, uh, yeah. in the area too? <laughs> but it 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 is uh, you got definitely got to be careful. Yeah. You just got to be. Uh, and uh, follow label instructions. All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming right up on 930 AM, The Answer. Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. You know, Labor Day has always kind of been the unofficial end of summer. That means it's the kind of unofficial beginning of fall. And this week at Millburgers, you're going to find savings on some plants that will make you think of fall, like fall garden mums. This classic is a blooming perennial that comes in a variety of shapes, sizes, and colors. They make a dazzling display. And right now in the six-inch pot, they're just breaking color, and they're just $3.99. You can get 10 of them in the six-inch pot for just $35. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Lantana, Dwarf Katie 
Mexican petunia is so versatile and produces blue blooms through spring and through the fall. And in the one-gallon container, it's just three eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on bougainvillea hanging baskets, herbs, half whiskey barrels, and more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four and Bull Verde Road. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. The Movers and Shakers show is moving. Now every Wednesday evening at 8, Heart of Texas Realty brings you the Movers and Shakers show. Host John Thurman and Bjorn Dipdahl introduce you to the business, civic, and public leaders who champion the entrepreneurial spirit in San Antonio. You'll hear stories of these men and women, the victories they've celebrated, and the challenges they've overcome. It's the San Antonio Movers and Shakers show with John Thurman and Bjorn Dipdahl. Now Wednesday evening at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. A single ember that escapes from a wildfire can travel over a mile, carrying a world of trouble. It can land, ignite, and destroy your home and community. You can't control where that ember will land, only what happens before it does. With simple things like clearing areas around buildings, knowing community safe zones, and being prepared for wildfires, you could keep this from turning into this. Your home is better protected from wildfire when your whole community is prepared. Visit fireadapted.org for more tips on how to get started adapting your home and community to wildfires. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From expert advice to lifting up God, family, and country, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. we got a couple folks on the line, so let's get to them right away. Ronnie's up first, got some uh, issues with his lime tree. Hi there, Ronnie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about you? Good. What's going on? How can we help you? Okay, I have this, like, growth. I don't know if it's a fungus or what, but it's, like, gray and green. It's like, you see it's caked on the, on the growing on the limbs. Say again. Describe well. What it is again? It's, I'm going to call it a fungus. It's the stuff that's growing on the limb itself. Is it white? Uh, and it's fuzzy? Fuzzy, yeah. And green and gray. I mean, but that's a real light gray. 
Hmm. I wonder if that's mealy bugs. That would have been my first guess, but the, the green, what's the green and gray stuff? I don't think it's bugs because... Well, are you familiar with scale and mealybugs? They're, they're, uh, you really can't tell they're insects. They look like fungus. They've just got a a special kind of furry coating or a a calcium coating on them. (coughs) And they're sucking the juices of those stems. There's one now. (laughs) They're, they're notorious on, uh, other fruit trees, and but, but well, and they get on citrus too. Oh yeah, big time. yeah. And there's so much. that that's that may be a pretty common. That may be what it is. Any bugs, huh? Yeah. Any bugs and scale and our scale. So what? What? Um, the, what are the leaves doing? Are the leaves looking okay still? It's really an old tree, so. But yeah, they're. Oh, it's an old tree pretty old tree it's it's in a container but i've had it for quite a while it used to get fruit but it hasn't lately but it's got this stuff all over it and then there's oh god yeah and then there's another one on my property that has that on it that's dead it's not yeah this scale and and mealybugs will will kill them well the when they get thick enough yeah are they are they on the main stem, or are they on the leaves, or? Oh, it's all on the stems. All on the stems. Yeah. I would I would uh, recommend that you use one of the uh, horticultural oils, uh, like a, do- a dormant oil spray. What that does is suffocates those little insects. There's one suffocating now. <laughs> <laughs> but like them off. Yeah, it sounds like it's ser- so serious. If that, is that, if that's what killed the other one, but it could of course it could cold weather could have killed it too. Yeah, the other one was a, just a regular tree. Oh, so just old. Yeah, but so uh, I- use that dome do- at all on there, and you might want to fortify it with uh, some uh, malathion or orthene. Not, not, not on uh, not on the Yeah, not on a. Uh, it doesn't have any fruit on it. Yeah, follow. Make sure the la- you're you're comfortable with the label. But Jerry's a lot of times we use uh, the dormant oil suffocates, but the uh, the insecticide Kills adds the, to the potency. The runners, yeah, the the uh, ones that are moving around. So, and you, it's a. If you look it up on PlantAnswers.com, there's a lot, of, a lot of uh, stuff written about it too. But that's what I do, just what Jerry said. Okay. So if I look at those little things under a microscope, I might see a bug. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Thanks. Good luck. Now you could spend, you could take your little a little file and just go scraping all of it, scraping, scraping, scraping. If you got the time and like to be out in the heat doing it, but um, yeah. And then the other thing is do another spray when uh, in the winter time. Right. All right. 
cool. And, and someone called. Good luck, Jim. Thanks. Said we're talking about L I N K N S. But I don't know if that's a misspelling or if that's. Lincoln. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Rich is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Rich. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Um, I've got a real old, about a 40-year-old uh, rose bush. It uh, grows real tall. There's nothing around it that it can uh, hang on to or grow or anything. But anyway... Uh, Am I supposed? It didn't bloom this year or last year. I think because of the heat or something. Uh, am I supposed to cut it back? Is it a climber? I mean, you said uh, it doesn't the, lean on anything. No, it does it run along the ground, or it's a climber? No, no, it's not on the ground. It does. It goes up in the air with long stems. Okay. Do you see any? Uh, New wood on there. In other words, oh yeah, yeah, it's 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 got new wood on it, Uh, but uh, it's from you know like the last few months or something, you know that it's been growing, but it won't bloom. Uh, It would have bloomed by now if it was gonna. When did? When was the last time you pruned it? Uh, Oh God, about three years ago. Okay. Because I was just wondering if maybe you, uh, you some know, of like the stems are about six prune. feet tall. Yeah, um, yeah. You don't want to over prune it. Uh, it's in the shade now, or is it? Did it used to be in the sun, and it's in the shade, or? Uh, there's a hackberry tree on the west side of it, about uh, ten feet away. Oh yeah, that that may in be one morning, of the factors. Morning and oh, afternoon, yeah. it gets. Uh, Morning and afternoon, it gets sun. Okay. Or morning well, and you can, day, I mean. Yeah, you can prune. In the fall, we don't we don't prune severely. Usually, we just do um, get get out the dead wood and yeah, uh, cut all the dead wood out. And okay. uh, anything that's covering the paths or in your way, and then well, uh, nothing's in my way. Uh, I'm just wondering that. There's uh, two real tall stems that are about six or seven feet tall, and I wondered if I should cut them back. Is that coming out of the roots? Is that coming from the ground? Yeah, it's in the ground. It's coming from the main uh, uh, plant. Yeah, I'm just wondering if that's a root root stock. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's probably grafted. I assume it's grafted. I don't know, Jerry, because it was on the property when I bought it. I've oh, been here okay. 16 years, and I figure it's about 40 years old. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't it, think it, it hurt to cut those out. No. If they're, I mean, if they look awkward or they're in your way, um, I think I just cut them out. Yeah, cut all cut all the dead wood out. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Uh, cut everything that's dead out of it, all the way to the ground, and then on those, and then then cut cut it back about half. Okay. Cut them in half. Uh, what's a good fertilizer? Uh, uh I I like 1959 slow release fertilizer. 
Is, isn't that what Medina sells? No, no. no they they sell an, another. They sell an organic fertilizer, but you need you need to to stimulate growth. So you need a, a commercial fertilizer. Fast release. Fast release. Okay. Something like nineteen five nine slow release fertilizer. Okay, I'll do that. All right, and, and sprinkle it all all around the the, the trunk and uh, use about uh, how many cups full, Calvin? You're the cup for cup bands. Well, I think I use two cupfuls at least. Yeah. Yeah. Around, okay. Uh, and water it in. All right, I will you, do that. And see if that makes it bloom this fall. Okay. Thanks, okay. fellas. Thanks for calling. Good you luck. Bet. All right, 210-308-8867. Calvin, you got a couple events you want to remind folks about? Yeah, uh, the Landscape School, Garden Volunteers of South Texas, is next Saturday, 830 to 1.30. It's at the Pearl and at the, uh, the Wells Center. It's $30 per individual or $50 for... A couple, um, and you uh, n- need to go to the uh, website, GVST website, gardeningvolunteers.org. If, if you want to reserve a spot or if you want more information, and of course, uh, along with the lectures and lots of handouts, you'll also get the one-on-one uh, contact too. So that's next Saturday. Also next Saturday, I'm going to be giving a class on vegetable growing, uh, winter vegetable garden. And that'll be at the medical center area in uh, Dream Hill Estates. It's uh, on Dorothy Lu- 6800 Dorothy Louise Drive, which is just off of Babcock. And uh, you can go, uh, you can go to my website. Go, I mean, go to my email, Calvin R. Finch, uh, g- at gmail.com for more information. No charge. Everybody that attends uh, will get a free. Uh, Broccoli plant, and we should have a good time. And uh, 9:30 to 11 o'clock. It's co-sponsored by Mill Rivers Nursery. Cultivate is a program put on the, by the Bear County Master Gardeners. That's also next week. It's a exposition that also has workshops as well. The exposition part is uh, free. Uh, the workshops are five dollars each. There's uh, nine one-hour workshops, but as Calvin explained it, that's three one-hour workshops. Uh, three times. Uh, they're $5 each or three for $10. Uh, David Rodriguez will be doing the Nasty Expert feature from one to two. And if if it grows, he knows. All right. So just uh, <laughs> uh, then uh, Natalie Cervantes with the extension uh, agent is going to be talking about uh, all things insect related. So they'll be answering your gardening questions. There's an interactive expo and vendor area. Dr. Tom Harris, the Hill Country Gardener, will be doing uh, hand sharpening. Uh, we sharpening hand tools, uh, so you bring yours, and they'll be accepting donations for that. Admission to Cultivate is free. Workshops again, five dollars each, or three for ten dollars. And uh, college uh, students, if they show their ID that day, they get into the workshops if there's still openings in them uh, at no cost. So, there you go. Oh, where is it? You ask. It's at the University of the Incarnate Word <laughs> over uh, on, at the Conference Center on 847 East Hildebrand. 847 East Hildebrand. And you can go to bearmg.org for more details on that. 
Uh, somebody called in Forrest Appleton, not to call any names, and said he believes uh, that earlier ta- uh, earlier question we had on that uh, on that that uh, structures that were on the on the old tree mm-hmm. uh, was probably lichens, and he's probably right, rather than the scale or, or oh, anything else. Lichen, huh? He thinks. Yeah. And uh, about the only way you can get rid of getting light on old trees, you know, that they, they, they develop on old trees. Why bother? Yeah. Well, yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't know of any good way to get them off. That they say if you will o- open the canopy a little bit and allow more sunlight in. No, that, they don't uh, like sunlight. That, that'll help get rid of them. Some of them. Some of them don't. Some of them. All lichen is is a community of uh, algae and other plants and and uh, does not hurt the plant at all just using it as a right a position yeah so yeah if he looks in his microscope he won't see any insects if it's right. on the lichen if it's a lichen right it's probably a good guess yeah way to go for us all right if he's keeping us straight he does keeps us honest uh, helps us out one of the questions we got in was uh People are still having trouble with their lantana and not blooming as it should. It looks like the plant is burnt. Dusty. With, with drying leaves with spots. Drying leaves with spots. It's in the sun most of the day in a bed with other native plants which are doing well. And Forrest writes them back, I suspect your plant is infested with insects called lace bugs. They would be on the lower side of the leaves along with a bunch of uh, dark spots. You can control these insects with an, an insecticide containing asaphate. Or what's known as... Worthine? There you go. Okay. Worthine. Good going, Milton. Uh, Thank you. And uh, they probably, by this time, the... Uh, Lace bugs have probably given up on that particular set of plants. And <laughs> if, if, if it's convenient, um, Jerry came up with this. You do a little uh, deadheading with your uh, pruner, I mean with your string mower, and just skim a little the top off of the those lantanas that are so infected. And a lot of times it will stimulate uh, a new new buds and speed up the process is probably is going to bloom at least one more time this fall even if you don't do that but that make make uh, quicken the process how on earth do we get rid of china berry and hackberry trees that are all along the fence line we've tried cutting them down putting herbicide on them drilling holes in the stumps and pouring poison in the hole, but they keep coming back. Well, uh, unless they're using the wrong, they're probably using the wrong herbicide. Mm-hmm. Probably using Roundup, which doesn't do anything but burn the leaves off. Uh, so uh, you need to use the uh, cut vine and stump killer. And, uh, yeah, as long as and maybe it's new plants coming back. But. Yeah, that's that's a good point too. The trees continue to come back from seed that the birds dropped there. 
Yeah, that's going to be a never-ending stuff. Trying to carry that under their wing, Milton. Why did they drop? <laughs> why did they drop their seed? I don't know. I do know, but it's I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Back in there is that B-U-T-T again. Yes, we're back to that. <laughs> the larger plant surely should have been killed by drilling st- holes in the stumps close to the cadmium or uh, inner bark without drilling through it and pouring full strength concentrated herbicide in the in the bark. Young saplings should be killed if sprayed with the herbicide. Use herbicides such as cutvine and stump killer are poison ivy killer and other containing active ingredients, tryptophan. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. First off, I want to wish everybody uh, out there on behalf of the nursery a safe and happy Labor's Day, or Labor Day. And uh, I want to thank Barry back at the station, doing a great job. And thank you for listening. I'm Milton Glick on behalf of the Docs. We'll see you next Saturday on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.